Welcome to the Silver Screen Guide Podcast, where we discuss films from every genre. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Happy Oscars Eve, listeners. This is your co-host, Corbin. I'm Alan from Chicago. Actually, today I'm not from Chicago, and I won't be in Chicago unless I get a job there, because right now I am graduated, so I guess for now, until further notice, I'm just Alan. (laughs) Today we are giving you our Oscar predictions. Tomorrow, the January 22nd, which is tomorrow, the Oscar nominees will be announced, and we will be doing a podcast giving our thoughts over the nominees. But for now, I thought it would be fun for Al and I to predict which ones we think should be nominated for the Oscars. And I know I've been looking forward to this all year. We had a blast watching the movies and figuring everything out last year. That was so much fun, and I look forward to doing that again this year, especially now that Alan, uh, there's a Regal Cinema near, That's and right. he can get the festival pass. That's very right. And that I'm actually kind of excited for because that was one of the bigger reasons why I wasn't able to see most of the flicks last year is because they either didn't come to where I was at or uh, I didn't have a chance to see it. And by the time that it had come out of theaters, I left the theaters, it had been put in limbo for however long until it was released on to like Blu-ray or something. So there are a couple of them that I just, a few of them actually, I didn't just straight did not get to see for whatever reason. And you got to see, I think all of them, all the best picture nominees, at least. Yeah. I saw all the best picture nominees and I saw almost all of the nominees except for best foreign film and uh, some of those other ones, short yeah. films and things like that. I didn't get to see those. But and I there was just a couple like mainstream ones like Molly's Game, The Disaster Artist, and a couple others. Uh, all the Money in the World. I just saw Molly's Game and All the Money in the World, so I was kind of going back through. And there was I think four of them like that. And I Tanya was the other one. Right. So I think I have two left to kind of complete last year's Oscars run of films. Right. But this year I'm intrigued to see what we are going to get with some of these nominees um, because in a few categories i i don't have anything i don't have anything in like sound editing i i just didn't think about that while seeing movies this year um, and i'm intrigued to see where the actresses and actors will go i do have just a couple uh, not many but my guess is a lot of those will go to movies that you and i haven't seen yet because they either came out in a limited release at the tail end of last year and they might they'll probably get a wide release this year so that gets difficult when that kind of thing happens yeah and i know that uh there are a number that came out within the last i'd say month or so that i haven't had a chance to see yet i know you've had a chance to see a couple of them uh but like for instance i haven't seen vice or spider-man into the spider-verse or outbreaks the internet there are a few of them that I just haven't been able to see yet. And from what I've looked at other people's lists, just to see where other people's prediction this for this next year, just to see where we're at, I was curious to know. And there are a few, actually, a lot of them on there were ones that I just hadn't seen yet. Uh, so hopefully I'll be able to get to them before the Oscars actually go on February 22nd, I think. Yeah, for this year, one of the things that I did, listeners, was I used the Letterboxd app to keep uh, kind of a t- total of 
what my predictions were going to be for the year. So every time I saw a movie and I thought it was Oscar worthy, I would stick it in the list and I would put in the notes what I thought categories it would be. And so that was an easy way for me to keep track and just remember what I saw and what I thought would be coming to the Oscars. And then I have a nice, neat Excel spreadsheet that I created last year. And I just filled everything in that way. So it was pretty easy kind of determining my Oscar picks for the year based on what I saw. And go back and listen to Alan and I's best and worst of the year. And uh, that'll kind of give you a little more information about the movies we did see that year and what we thought of those movies as well. I know uh, Alan and I both saw quite a bit of movies last year. So I think uh, we can... Uh, I think we'll have some decent nominees here on this list. Better than previous years when we were in college and yeah. saw next to nothing and had yeah. no idea what was coming to the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've had a lot more, I guess, success watching movies that came out this year and judging them for the Oscars as well. All right, listeners. Well, let's kick it off with uh, the first category that I have down. And I guess just a disclaimer real quick. Um, Alan and I have all of the like really big main categories but there's just a couple where Alan might not have anything and I might not have anything either just because we didn't see movies we felt deserved to go into those categories. But the first category, like I said, that I do have is best makeup. And a uh, quick story, I wish I wouldn't have taken it off the list last year because come to find out, I saw like there's only three movies nominated and I saw like two of the three, I think, and... I think I might have picked the right one for it, or at least I could have, because I think the choice was obvious. It was Darkest Hour for Gary Oldman's makeup, clearly. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I took it off, and that kind of uh, messed up like how many movies I picked right. So this year, I'm not taking it off. And this year, I only have one pick, and that is Chappaquiddick. Uh, Jason Isaacs is, I think. Jason Clark is his name. He played Ted Kennedy. So he the makeup looked good. Yeah, this is one that I actually don't have anything on uh, for this one. Okay, my next category is best documentary. And for my, I only have three picks of the five. I have Won't You Be My Neighbor, Pope Francis, A Man of His Word, and Three Identical Strangers. Of those three, my money is on, and I'm not really betting, but that's just an expression. My money is on Won't You Be My Neighbor. Yeah, for me, I've got Won't You Be My Neighbor as well, but also RBG. I am going to have to go with Won't You Be My Neighbor. That one seemed to get a lot of buzz when it came out. So I honestly would put my money on that one, that Won't You Be My Neighbor might be the... I'm sure to I'm sure to get nominated, whether or not it'll win, possibly. I think it has a pretty good, from what I have understood here, uh, this and Three Identical Strangers, I think, have probably the best... Uh, the best chance of getting an Oscar, but we'll see. Uh, my next category is best visual effects. Do you have anything aside from that? Yes, I do. So for me, I have four here. I've got First Man, Ready Player One, Avengers Infinity War, and Black Panther. Now, I'm going to say First Man and Black Panther are two that I'm kind of skeptical about. More so Black Panther. I put it on here more just to say that it seems like everybody is wanting Black Panther to get this category. Uh, I don't necessarily think so. First Man, I could definitely see getting one, but perhaps I'm leading a bit to more towards Avengers Infinity War. 
mostly due to the fact of what they did with Thanos. In Ready Player One, if that one did get nominated, I think I wouldn't be that mad about it, especially that scene when, especially the Shining scene that I know we talked about in the podcast we did over it. But I think Avengers Infinity War, honestly, just in terms of how much they use it and how good it is, I think that Avengers Infinity War could win it. Although First Man uh, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad at that one one either. Yeah, I have five picks for best visual effects. I have Ready Player One, First Man, Avengers Infinity War, Jurassic World, and possibly, just to round out the list, Rampage. But I doubt that. And my pick would probably be Avengers Infinity War. They did some incredible visual effects with Josh Brolin as Thanos. But I could see it going to Ready Player One. It was a great visual feast for the eyes. But First Man was truly incredible on the visual effects as well, what they were able to achieve. I don't really think it's going to be Jurassic World. It just looks too... Yeah, too clean, I guess we've just seen it before. Yeah, I know, I know we kind of mentioned that in the podcast is the special effects. They're fine, but they're not fantastic. Next, I have best costume design and I have four picks. I have Christopher Robin for Jenny Beaven, First Man for Mary Zoffries. Uh, Black Klansman for Marcy Rogers, and I have Crazy Rich Asians, and I didn't write their names down because it was a long list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is one I didn't have anything on. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything for costume design. And I don't know original song or original score. I don't have anything for either of those two. I don't have original song, but I do have original score. Uh, that would be If Bill Street Could Talk. Um, I think I can stay getting nominated, possibly First Man as well, but I might lean more towards if Beale Street can talk. Uh, that's one I think has a very good possibility of winning. First Man, it's gotten a lot of other other lists, like the critics list and the producers list, but I could definitely see getting on the Oscar list, but I don't know if it, I don't know if it's necessarily worthy of getting that Oscar. Don't get me wrong, the music's fine, but I think that if you should get talk is honestly, my opinion is better. My next category is production design. Uh, for that, I have Christopher Robin, First Man, Crazy Rich Asians, Roma, and Annihilation. I think this is a hard pick, but I would say First Man has a very good shot and Roma has a very good shot, and then a possible Dark Horse pick is Annihilation. And for me, I have five, no six on this one. I have Roma, Mid-90s, Searching, Sorry to Bother You, Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. Now, that one I haven't seen, but from what I've understood, it's been on a lot of other people's lists, so it's very possible that that one could win, but I'm not really giving an opinion on that because I haven't seen it. My pick for this, uh, I could... I could see Sorry to Bother You because it is just so weird, but I might end up going Isle of Dogs just because of the way that it looks. And I think that it definitely is worthy because Wes Anderson is behind the wheel of everything on that movie. And you can definitely tell. I think that for that one, I think it could win. And my money would be on Isle of Dogs. But I definitely wouldn't be surprised if Roma wins. Mid-90s, possibly, but maybe not. I'm not betting too much on that one. I do have one other possibility, and that is 
The Ballad of Buster Scruggs for production design. Okay. Yeah, I've heard pretty good things about that one too. Okay. I didn't get anything for sound mixing or sound editing. I barely understand those to begin with anyway, so I don't think I'm even qualified to guess what those may be. Yeah. For me, I have two Avengers Infinity War and A Quiet Place for both. Um, I'm going to go with A Quiet Place in my own humble opinion for those two categories. Uh, but yeah, those were really the only two that I felt could be on this list. And maybe there are some other picks that might be better that I haven't seen yet. Alan, do you have anything down for film editing? Let me look. I thought I wrote something down. Yes, I do. I have three. I've got First Man, First Reformed, and Widows for film editing. And I probably could see First Man and Widows, either one of those getting the, that award. Yeah, those are good picks. I hadn't really thought about it much, and I didn't really have anything down. But if I was going to go with something, uh, First Reformed is a strong possibility. And I also think Roma might be as well. Yeah. And I mean, I definitely could see First Reformed getting that, I, at least getting nominated, maybe an Oscar. But if it did get that Oscar, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be sad about it at all. Now for cinematography, I have First Reformed, Christopher Robin, and Roma. Uh, my pick would, it's a really strong contention between First Reformed and Roma. Oh, I, oh, that's such a tough pick, but I might have to give the edge to Roma, actually. And for me, I have three. I have First Reformed, First Man, and Roma. For me, I think it's hands down Roma. Uh, I think I mentioned to you that it's a kind of a movie where you can literally pause it on any frame and you could, or you could pause it at any time and you could frame it. It looks that good. Every every single scene is very, very picturesque. I could definitely see that getting a nomination. And I would hope that it wins because I think it definitely deserves it. Absolutely. Okay, now for best animated feature film, I have Isle of Dogs, Incredibles 2, Early Man, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Ralph Breaks the Internet. I haven't seen Ralph Breaks the Internet. I've seen the other four. I originally had uh, Teen Titans go to the movies. Oh, yeah. It, I don't think it deserved it, but last year we had some pretty bad ones. And that was the only other animated movie I saw that I could think of. But then right before the podcast, Alan said, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to throw yeah. that down here. Yeah. And for me, I've got four, two which I haven't seen. I'll mention those uh, here in a second. So I have Incredibles 2 and Isle of Dogs. Those who I have seen. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Ralph Breaks the Internet are two I haven't seen, but they're getting a lot of buzz. So possibly could see i'm sure we'll get at least a nomination for ralph breaks the internet spider-man maybe a lot of people sent a lot of people tend to really enjoy that movie so it's very possible we might see a best animated feature film nomination for this which would be quite surprising but i'm gonna have to go i would like for iowa dogs to win because i really enjoyed that movie although not the best Wes Anderson movie, I think that it was better than Incredibles 2. But I have a feeling that Incredibles 2 or Ralph Breaks Internet might be the winners uh, of this category. That's just usually how it rolls with the Oscars. Uh, Disney tends to almost always win the category for Best Animated Feature if they have one that's released that year. My guess is this year, Spider-Man is going to take home the golden statue it is the best film of all of of on this best animated 
feature film list. It is hands down easily the best film, but I do see maybe Isle of Dogs giving it a run for its money because previously Wes Anderson was nominated for Fantastic Mr. Fox and he might have won. I don't remember if he won, but I know he was at least nominated, I'm pretty sure. So he's back and I'm thinking uh, he might get that for Isle of Dogs and maybe a dark horse would be Ralph Breaks the Internet, but I I highly doubt it. I've, I really see it going to Spider-Man, but we'll see. All right, my next category is original screenplay. And for that, I have A Quiet Place, First Reformed, Eighth Grade, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and my Dark Horse pick, very possibly, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Let's see, you said a best adapted screenplay, or do you say original? Original. Okay. I only have two. I've got Widows and uh, Eighth Grade for my two picks. I could definitely see Eighth Grade getting that 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 Oscar. I think it probably deserves it uh, just by the nature of it. So would you pick Eighth Grade over First Reformed? Oh, yeah. I guess I probably should add First Reformed to the original. Um, crap. No, I forgot about that. Yeah. Actually, I might have to go first reform for that for best original screenplay. But eighth grade would be pretty close in my mind. I could definitely see the uh, the the academy going for either one, but I'm guessing first reform might be the one that takes it. Well, the reason I put down a quiet place is because I thought it was really impressive for John Krasinski's first uh, feature film with him directing and writing and starring. I found that to be very impressive, and it also kind of made me think of Jordan Peele last year, how he was getting nominated in all those categories for his first feature film. Now, it's debatable which movie you think is better, but that's not really the question here. Uh, I did think the writing was very well done for A Quiet Place, but for all of the writing on here, I think that's really tough. I don't think Spider-Man will win. I think it would be cool to see it get the um, nomination. Oh, I'm sorry. Spider-Man probably shouldn't be an original screenplay. I actually have it on here twice. I have it in adapted screenplay where it should be. Yeah. So uh, my bad. Scratch that. I guess I only have four on here. But well, Yeah, I've uh, also got to make a small correction too because Widows is actually based off a book. And I oh. was thinking that when I wrote it down, I was like, maybe. That's cool. I just looked it up. It is. It's based off a book, which I figured. So I don't know. I can uh, You know what? I can very well see it going to First Reformed. And um, honestly, it probably should go to First Reformed because that writing in that movie is breathtaking. It's incredible. Yeah. If, it, if First Reformed won, I would be very happy. All right. Next for adapted screenplay, I have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Uh, I also have Crazy Rich Asians, Black Klansman, First Man, and Christopher Robin. I have First Man, and I can see Black Panther getting a nomination, but I my money would not be on. Uh, I, I don't really want that one to win. Uh, first Man, I definitely could see getting the nomination, though. I only have two here, but First Man, I think that I think that probably could get it for Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, I did, for other possibilities, I did have Black Panther getting uh, at least the nomination for Best Adapted Screenplay, 
but I said this when I put it out there in the list. I don't think it should win, nor do I even think it should be nominated. Um, it very well may be, but I just wanted to throw that out there to put it on the record that it it's possible, listeners, so that we could see Black Panther getting that nomination. Or if right. Disney gets their way, it'll get nominated in every single category, but I right. hope not. Yeah, so far from what I've seen from the critics list and the producers list and the Golden Globes, Black Panther has been, especially in the Golden Globes, it was everywhere. It was in almost every single category that they had nominated uh, for nominations. And I don't think it, I don't think it's won anything yet from those lists, maybe one or two things, but it's been nominated for everything. So it's very possible to see nominations, but in terms of winning anything, maybe not. Now, as for what I think will get best adapted screenplay, I, yeah, First Man would probably be the smartest pick for this category. I don't see it going to Crazy Rich Asians. Um, maybe Black Klansmen. It was it was pretty well written. Yeah, and I could also see it going to Widows as well. Now, I mentioned that before when it was supposed to be in this one, so I could I could see Widows getting it, but I'm gonna have to go. Man, that's actually a pretty hard pick. I'm, in terms of my own pick, I would probably say First Man, but I could definitely see Widows getting it. Unfortunately, I have not seen Widows yet. That's one I need to see soon. Ah, oh, man, you should. Um, right now, I don't have anything in Best Actress in a Supporting Role. Do you? I have one thing, and that's Claire Foy for First Man. I saw it in somebody else's list. I was like, yeah, I guess I could see that. But other than that, I couldn't really think of anybody else that would go in this kind of a category from what I've seen. So, and Claire Foy, I mean, I think she did a good job. Best actress in a supporting role for an Oscar, possibly. Uh, I don't really know of anybody else that would go on this list uh, or that this category. Okay, so I actually did nearly put Claire Foy in the supporting role category. But then I wasn't sure if she was considered supporting or leading. So I just went ahead and threw her in the leading category so i do have claire foy as well but just in a different category okay i mean i could see her doing both but i would i would get i would guess that she would be in the supporting role if she was going to get an oscar for her for her acting job there okay now as for best actor in a supporting role i actually have adam driver down for black klansman i think he turned in a phenomenal performance so i would like to see him get a nomination and I have the exact same thing. I have Adam Driver, Black Klansman. I could definitely see him getting this Oscar. Uh, I couldn't really think of anybody else that would go in this this category. Uh, but Adam Driver, once again, he does a very good job at acting in any kind of role he's given. So far, I have seen him in a lot of movies, and so far, I really haven't seen anything I didn't like. So very possible he could get this. Nom- he could get this at least this nomination and possibly this uh, this Oscar. I wonder what else is going to be for this role, uh, for this category. I'm curious. Now for Best Actress in a Leading Role, I have... Well, okay, it's kind of funny because I originally... Well, I still have it. Emily Blunt in A Quiet Place, but it's more likely Emily Blunt will get it for Mary Poppins. I've heard a lot of great things about Mary Poppins Returns. So it's possible I might walk off with a few Oscars this year. It very well may be. And yeah, it'll most likely be in the original song and music categories. That's oh, I'm sure very likely. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I've got three for actors in a leading role. I've got uh, see if I can pronounce this correctly. Uh, Yalitza 
the girl from Roma begins with oh. Yelitsa. I think she okay. could definitely get the Oscar. Elsie uh, yeah. Fisher from Eighth Grade, I think, really does deserve that actress in a leading role. Oh, uh, Oscar yeah, yeah, nomination. yeah. I agree with that. Um, and then my last one is Viola Davis from Widows. I think she did a great job as well, as usual. Um, but I, my own pick, I was going to have to go with Elsie Fisher from Eighth Grade. I think she, for what she was given in the role and the way that she played, I think she did a fantastic job. Uh, so I could definitely see her getting that oscar i would really like her to get to walk away with the with the golden statue uh i think for best actor in a lead role i think we're going to see john krasinski in a quiet place i think we're going to see ethan hawk in first reformed and very possibly chadwick boseman in black panther i don't think chadwick deserves it the guy who led in uh get out he got nominated for best actor which was really strange last year because he was going up against Gary Oldman and Daniel Day-Lewis and these Titans who were just doing these incredible films in Daniel Day's last film. Right. And I I don't know, that seemed odd to me and he was in Black Panther also, so maybe he'll get it. He'll he'll pass on the the magic uh to him uh, as well the Oscar touch, the Oscar nominee touch, we'll see. I don't know. But for my guess, it's going to go to Ethan Hawke for first sure. Yeah, and for me, I've got three here, one of which I haven't seen, but Ethan Hawke for First Reformed, Sonny Soljic from mid-90s, and then from what I've heard, Christian Bale from Vice, I've heard he did a very good job. So it's very possible I could see him getting a role here, uh, just from what I've been listening to about Vice. But my money is going to have to be on Ethan Hawke from First Reformed. I think this is probably his best acting role he's ever been given Uh I think he could walk away with the, at least a nomination, and I, if I if if I had a choice, I would think he would probably get the golden the the golden statue uh, for his role here. I think it would actually be pretty cool if Sonny Soljak got the nomination because he is one of the neatest up and coming young actors. Yeah, he did yeah. The motion capture work for Atreus in God of the War and God of War, which was right. best game of the year. And he did really well in Killing of a Sacred Deer. And I also saw him this year in The House with a Clock in Its Walls. That's so right, he's, right. he's really up and coming and he's really good. Yeah. So, like I said, I could, I would not be surprised if he was given a nomination for this. I don't know if he's, it might be worthy of an Oscar win, possibly. But I'm going to have to go with Ethan Hawke on this one. I think he did a phenomenal job with what he was given. All right, listeners, best director category. I've got them all filled in. I'm ready to go. I have John Krasinski leading it off with A Quiet Place for best directing. Next, I have Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. Damien Chazelle is back. Oh, man, what a wonderkind. He's back for First Man. Spike Lee for Black Klansman. And Paul Schrader for First Reformed. Ooh. And I've got a pretty similar list. I've got, yeah, Chazelle for First Man, but I've also got Bo Burnham for Eighth Grade. I think it's very possible he could get an Oscar for this. I would, well, let me go for my list first. Uh, so yeah, Eighth Grade, Paul Schrader for First Reformed, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, uh, Spike Lee for Black Klansman, and If Beale Street Could Talk. I think that one also could get a Best Directing nomination at least i'm mm, 
I would like, my gut likes to say eighth grade just because of how well Bo Burnham did on his very first directorial uh, debut. But it's also possible that First Reformed and Roma could also have a leg on that directing Oscar as well. Like I said, I love to say eighth grade, that would be my pick, but those other three very well could easily take that Oscar, in my own opinion. If Bill Shuka talk, I, I can see it getting a nomination. I don't know if it'll win, but it very well could. The biggest battle I see is between Alfonso Cuaron and Paul Schrader. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. That is just so tough because the direction on both is some of the best I've seen. Yeah. But honestly, I think I'm going to edge it out and say Paul Schrader, I think, should get it. But who would I probably like to see get it just for fun? Honestly, I'd kind of like to see John Krasinski get it. Uh, just uh, I think that'd be really cool to see him for his first, like I said, directing, writing, and acting. I think he did a great job. Now, don't get me wrong. This is no Mel Gibson Braveheart situation where Mel is starring and acting and writing. And, right, right. Uh, pulling off some incredible feats here. But nevertheless, I do think it would be cool to see John get it. Yeah, it, it would be kind of cool to see him get that. He's this. Uh, I know you might, we kind of subtly mentioned it, but yeah, this is not his first movie he's made, directed, or anything. But this is probably the biggest one that has been released from him. That's gotten so much. That's gotten this much attention, at least. It's possible he could get it. I don't think my money would be on him. Uh, I don't think my he'd be my first pick. But I could see him possibly getting a nomination at the very least. All right, this is it. This is the big category, Best Picture of the Year. Ooh, this is going to be a tough one. And just so you know, listeners, I last year there was nine nominees, I believe. I think there can be up to 10. And in way long years past, I think there's only five. So it fluctuates every year, it seems like. But my guess is they're probably going to go with nine again this year. And of all the movies I saw this year, I thought five of them had potential of being best picture of the year. So there uh, is possibly four or five more that are a mystery to me. But as for my uh, thoughts on who are going to get nominated in the best picture category, I have A Quiet Place, Christopher Robin, First Man, Black Klansman, and first reformed and for me i only have four here uh well actually no i got five i've got eighth grade first reformed widows and black clansmen and roma i would like to see eighth grade get it i would also like to see first reformed get it i could definitely see widows and black clansmen getting that oscar uh and even roma but if i had to settle on one that i think the academy would probably go for maybe widows Possibly even Black Klansman would be a great contender with that. Uh, I would love to see either First Reformed or Eighth Grade get it. Maybe, maybe Eighth Grade. But man, that is close. Uh, those are my picks for Best Picture here. And I think that one's going to be a pretty close one. I love, I'm really curious to see what the nominees are tomorrow. I think my pick might surprise some people. But my pick for best picture of the year is Christopher Robin. 
I thought the writing was phenomenal. It had a, it had an incredible worldview that was actually really deep for a Winnie the Pooh movie, but it was much more than that. And I also believe that at this stage of my life, it meant a lot more to me than it would have, um, otherwise probably but i guess i just connected with it so much and i saw so many other people from different generations connect with it as well so i think just because of the emotional reach and it's like kind of message and worldview that it put out through these winnie the pooh characters and christopher robin and like i said my um my connection with it as well how it was able to kind of reach across because I loved Winnie the Pooh growing up, but then kind of bringing into this Christopher Robin element in my adulthood, I found it to be just a truly incredible, phenomenal film. Yeah, it's going to be my best picture of the year, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it's, that would be kind of funny if that one came as like an underdog, because there have been years past, I think even last year too, there were movies on the best picture nominee list that weren't nominated for any other category. So... That would be interesting if Chris Robin gets a nomination for Best Picture this year. The two other things I did forget to mention, actually, was I did have three other possibilities for um, Best Director, and those three are the Russo brothers for Avengers Infinity War and the Coen brothers for The Bout of Buster Scruggs and uh, Mark Forster for Christopher Robin. Okay, I haven't seen. Okay, I've seen Avengers, but I haven't seen the other two, Bowder Buster Scruggs or the other one. Uh, yeah, I could probably. I could. I don't know if the Academy would go for Avengers, if we're being honest here, but it is possible, I suppose. Well, we will find out tomorrow, listeners. Yes. The Oscars are going to be announced depending on where you live if you lived on the west coast then you're getting up at 5 20 in the morning to uh hear what's going on if you live in mountain time then i guess it's 6 20 if you live uh, central time then that would be 7 20 and then uh, if you live on the east coast that would be 8 20 now if you live outside of the united states i I don't know. You'll have to look that up. <laughs> but right. uh, yeah, I I don't know why they decide to announce it that early before the sun has come up. I guess so people can know and kind of get on with their day. So the talking heads like us can have something to talk about when we wake up, I guess. We don't have to wait throughout the whole rest of the day. But right. We will be, don't wake up at 520 and expect there to be a podcast uploaded <laughs> of us talking about it. Uh, we will be talking about it in the morning. We will be together watching the announcements and we'll be recording and giving our reactions to the nominees and what we think of those. And I'm really looking forward to it. I kind of feel like a kid on Christmas Eve right now, kind of anticipating what we're going to see nominated. And hopefully some of my nominations will come true and yours too. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I'm I'm curious to know. It is a weird time to get it, not just like on the hour, but 7.20, 20 minutes after the hour is strange for me. And why so early? Why didn't they, just, my, my question is why didn't they just do it at midnight 
Maybe there's a good reason for it. Who knows? Uh, I guess it really only is a nomination, so it's not like you're going to miss the, the live ceremony like the Oscars would, but it is still a strange time. Well, listeners, make sure to check back tomorrow because we will have the podcast out where you can hear all of our thoughts on all of the nominees, what we are excited about, what we're disappointed about, what we're possibly even devastated about that may not get the nomination despite us thinking it deserves it. And regardless, we will be elated with some of our um with some of the nominations as well, finding out what those will be. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too. Make sure to join in on the conversation. Head over to our Facebook page, comment there. You can even tweet at us, send us an email. And then of course, on this podcast as well, there's a comment section. Go down to the comments. We uh, originally put them up on Podbean. But I know that gets broadcast and picked up on the feeds to a lot of different podcasting services. So I don't know if those have comments under individual podcasts as well. But I do know that under uh, Podbean does have comments. So make sure to chime in on the comments section what you thought of our nominees. And we want to know what your nominees are as well. We love talking about films and we love talking about them with you. Make sure to click the subscribe button so you won't miss out on our reactions tomorrow. Also, go ahead and share this with your friends. And while you're at it, give us five stars on iTunes. We really do appreciate that. That does help us in the rankings get noticed by uh, other people as well because uh, – like I said, we love talking about movies with other people, so it's nice when new people come into the conversation, when they discover the podcast for the first time. It's great to have a large film community we can talk about this with. So listeners, you are awesome. We really do appreciate your listenership. We have listeners across the world listening to us, and I think that's just amazing, and it's really humbling. We do appreciate that, and we do say thank you. So uh, we are looking forward to coming back to you tomorrow, and we'll see you very soon to talk about the Oscar nominees.